0: Things you can do while waiting for nail polish to dry. It's me, Cindy. One. Nothing. Two. Seriously, not a thing. That was a thought I had some time back when I had just applied polish to fancy up my fingertips for Stephen Leanna's wedding. Once the polish dried, I wrote it down in a notebook I have titled Notes and Ideas. Went with a more precise rather than creative title there. Know what else I've written in there? Hold on. I'll read you a couple of entries. If I was following in Kristen Becker's comic footsteps, I'd work this into my routine. You know when I really understand that we're descendants from apes? When I catch my reflection in the mirror as I'm putting on deodorant. If you don't get that, watch yourself do it the next time. It's (laughs) hilarious. Also hilarious, I have a note here to look up some deep thoughts. Not mine, but Jack Handy's deep thoughts. It was a feature on Saturday Night Live in the 90s. I never saw it, but I read some of his writings and it floored me. Like, if you ever drop your keys into a river of molten lava... Let them go, because man, they're gone. And the face of a child can say it all, especially the mouth part of the face. (laughs) Really funny, right? A little tangent here. If you've never stumbled onto the despair.com website, then you are truly missing out on some genius. Check out the demotivational posters. They look just like those sincere ones you see hanging in the offices about working hard and doing better. But these, a startling contrast, say things like, get to work. You aren't being paid to believe in the power of your dreams. Next time you find yourself clicking on random websites, make a stop at despair.com. You can thank me later. Okay, back to my book of notes and ideas. There's a long list called Day of Desserts, when I nearly made myself sick from a sugary parade that began with blueberry pancakes and ended with coconut cake. Under that I have written, I'm self-disciplined, maybe because I meant to write it down and did, certainly not because I held myself back from a sugar parade. Oh, this line that kicks off a Clash song, This is a public service announcement with guitars, which I thought was brilliantly clever. Here's an observation from the middle of winter. It occurs to me that I could lose the weight of an entire Thanksgiving turkey, or at least, the very least, a two-month-old infant. That's crazy, because I'm pretty comfortable in my body. I think I'm using extra pounds to stay warm. Yeah, maybe I should have more extra. Maybe if I have more weight, I'd stay even warmer. Yeah, that's it. Somebody hand me a cupcake or two. Which then made me wonder, do you think men have these internal conversations or external? Do you think they call their best friend and say, I gained the weight of a Thanksgiving turkey this winter, but do you think maybe I need the extra weight, like my body's craving it in order to stay warm? And then the best friend goes, yeah, I'll bet that's it. And then they go have cupcakes? I don't think they do. I think they power down cupcakes, maybe a beer, and wash it down because beer... Not thinking at all. Maybe they enjoy a cupcake when they want, and then just buy bigger pants if they need to. You know my theory on bigger pants, right? Here's a page I wrote in the waiting room of a cardiac care unit. For as serious as the room felt, I found this pretty amusing. Think of it as a short story. The man across from me won't stop talking. Luckily, he's directing it all to the woman sitting next to him. She started it, making some light remark as we all share this waiting room while our mothers, husbands, or in this guy's case, wife, get their hearts tended to down the hall. Maybe he's just nervous because he can't seem to stop spinning long, detailed stories about having a fatty tumor removed from his shoulder. Apparently, there were two nurses, one black and one white, which got me thinking, why would that be a critical detail? She's giving all the subtle hints of wanting him to stop, even for a minute, so she can focus on her whoever in the next room. But her single-syllable responses, which, if you ask me, scream, I don't care, are not sinking in. He's about ten minutes into the details of his daughter's losses after Superstorm Sandy, and I'm so glad I'm sitting over here, and I have my headphones on standby in case she gets up and he looks for another audience, because it won't be me, buddy. No way. This all amounts to some very random journaling. Outside my real actual journal that's far too personal to ever share with anyone, even you, sorry. Or maybe it's just too boring. In that or those, I've been filling pages and notebooks for decades. If you never heard this before, I'll tell you, journaling is very useful for sorting things out for yourself. Like a best friend, only doesn't have an opinion. When you write down what's going on, something about it helps to crystallize how you're feeling and gives you a different perspective, which sometimes can give you a new view of how to resolve whatever it is you're grappling with. Plus, it could be fun. I sometimes use my journal to record important moments, like on New Year's Eve when I traditionally make a list of what I'd like to work on or have happen in the coming year. I also go back to the New Year's Day prior and see how that list worked out for me. I also use my journal to dive into deep thoughts, not Jack Handy style, although I'd love to be able to come up with some of those because, man, like I said, hilarious, or noting situations that are troubling me, and sometimes intentionally or inadvertently, it results in my stumbling onto revelations and realizations. Since I started this podcast, I've certainly been stumbling across a lot of ideas to access that self-awareness that sorts out problems I'm facing, or you know, causing, and ultimately to be more relaxed, less stressed, more contented, to live a better life, to be a better person. I still have a long road ahead of me. I'm intrigued by the international concepts that point to specific ways to enjoy life. Do we have that here in the States? Like in Denmark, they have a word called huga, hygge, H-Y-G-G-E. So actually it looks like you'd pronounce it hygiene, either way. It's the word for staying in and getting cozy. Swedes, lagom is the idea of approaching life with everything in moderation mindset. Not too little, not too much, just right. Like a three bears kind of thing. Maybe la gomme is Swedish for Goldilocks. And German forest bathing, which suggests plugging in to benefit from the wonders of being surrounded by nature. Japanese wabi-sabi, the practice of embracing imperfection, which makes my only somewhat tidy house not just okay, but fabulous! Now there's another trend that's being embraced as a way to combat our increasingly busy and often stressful lives. Nixen. The Dutch concept is as simple as, well, doing nothing. Not to be confused with the president who stepped down, the Dutch Nixen literally means to do nothing, (laughs) to be idle, do something without any use, hanging out, looking out the window, listening to music. As long as it is without a purpose and not done to achieve something or to be productive, Seriously, how great does that sound? And it ties into all sorts of other research about the value of letting your mind wander. You know, I talk about that a lot, because I love to have a nice mind wander. Nixen is about carving out time to just be, letting your mind wander rather than focusing on the details of an action. When we nix or do nothing, our brain still processes information like, hey, we just learned a new word. And you can use the available processing power to solve pending problems boosting creativity, and help ideas form and surface. In the Netherlands, Nixon has historically been dismissed as laziness, or the opposite of productive, but with the risks of stress now well-documented, doing nothing can be a positive, stress-fighting tactic that reduces anxiety, slows aging, and strengthens your ability to fight off germs, even the common cold. So come on. For those of us who are always used to doing something, intentionally doing nothing can... Make your skin kind of crawl. Ironic, right? So you may have to ease into it. If you start with taking a few minutes each day to, well, do nothing, except to wait through the antsy stage, then work up to longer stretches, those who have mastered Nixon, or would it be Nixoning, say we need to train our minds to wander in a way that's imaginative and creative. Ease into it by taking a walk in nature, writing a letter in gratitude, watching nail polish dry which means we've come full circle. So now I got to go uh, do more of that. You know, you could just sit and relax and listen to a couple of more episodes of uh, my podcast. And, you know, maybe if you want to do something, you could subscribe to the It's Me Cindy podcast because, you know, I'm just trying to make the world a better place. It's a little more fun and interesting and relaxing. Yeah, that's it.